It's said we're ruled by the talking class. Conversation isn't taught in school the way reading and writing are. We're somehow asked to create great conversation from thin air. These podcasts attempt to focus on great conversation. According to Psychology Today, a good conversationalist needs to understand quickly changing subjects. I've chosen my guests for that very reason. I hope you enjoy their view on the world and their shared experiences as much as I have. So let's jump straight back into the conversation with our last guest. Do you think that younger people respond better to coaching or say the older generation of people? I don't know how you classify the older generation of people. Um, to coaching through the internet and with it being sort of a 2D experience as opposed to sitting in a room? I would say that I've had a, a, a different range of, of clients from college age to uh, early 50s. And um, it, it's, it's, I think, for older people, I feel I could be wrong about this, but maybe it's the it's the hey, if you're younger than me, how can I be learning something from you? Right. I think that's the the sort of like resistance. Right. It's like you can't know more than me because you're younger than me. Um, but I would argue that I've learned from people younger than me because they were they're specific in their field, in their area. Um, I'm actually uh, speaking to someone right now about my credit and he's helping me with my credit and he's younger than me and he's been studying this stuff for years and I know nothing about it. <laughs> right. So I need his expertise because I don't know where to where to go for this this type of thing other than do my own research, do it myself. And that takes time. And so. I think now for, for, for the sake of saving time, it's great to have a coach. It's great to be able to find somebody online that is an expert at something. Of course, you have to do your research. You have to know that they are able to get the result for themselves and other people. And um, so, so once you've you know decided that, then you pay and because you've invested your money, you will get what you pay out of it, right? If I invest $10 on something, I'm not going to care as much as if I invested $10,000, right? So it, it's all about how much you invest in, in, in really into yourself. Because <laughs> if you invest $10,000, you're going to find the answer. It's kind of interesting. It's a uh, it's a highly specialized world, and I sort of don't mind my hairdresser being specialized and being twenty three. I just don't want my heart surgeon to be twenty three. Yeah, that sort of thing. I think there's certain things come with age, but you know, they're few and far between. I think they're uh, obviously used uh, and cherry picked my examples there. But is there a sort of I, – I notice you've got a website and you can download a, a document uh, with regards to procrastination. Yes. Um, that that was of interest. My 
wife is a highly intelligent person, like most people, terrible at time management. Procrastination seems to be sort of one of uh, sort of top choices, shall we say. Um, I think most people procrastinate. Do, why do you think that? So most people don't procrastinate. Everyone procrastinates to some degree. And I think it's all about priorities and and what you actually are, when you actually are aligned with what you desire. So I, I, I walk people through a simple five-step process. And I learned these questions in elementary school. And it wasn't up until a few years ago that I connected everything and was like, wait, this works for everything, I think. So first, um, what is it that you desire to do, right? The what? So what is it that you desire to do? Is it, uh, you know, to say, say for, let's take the example of writing a book, right? Because for me, <laughs> it's, it's taken me almost a year because I've, I've written it and then I read it and I didn't like it. And then I gave it to somebody else and they're like, eh, that's really good. And I'm like, I don't think so. Let me do it again. So um, we all procrastinated in different ways too. So, um, so what is it that you desire? Say it's a book. Okay. Why? Right. And, and, and in the, what it's like, you desire a book. Like what are all the specifics? What kind of book? How big is it? What's the outcome of like, what do you, what do you want to get out of it? Um, what does it look like? All these things and why, right? Why is it? Because, you know, you want to share something with the world. Is it because you're an expert at something you want to start a business or you want to expand your business or you just want to um, say that you're an author? Like everybody has their own reasons, right? Going deep into that reason, though, is 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 the key. And so I, I, I walk people through a process of asking them why those things are important to them, because if I ask you one time or two times, it'll still be like a surface reason. Like the reason why I want to write a book, I want to promote my business. Why? Well, um, I, 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 the more people I help, the, the better they will, I will be the bigger impact I'll have in the world. And why is that important? It's important because I want to share this information in the world and I want to create financial freedom for myself. Okay, why is that important? Well, it's important because I want, you know, my next generations to be good based off of something good, right? I created something good and now it's generational wealth based off of a positive thing. You know, why is that important? And going deeper and deeper into it, now you figured out something that the person is emotionally, deeply emotionally connected with, right? So now you go about, okay, now when you connect those two things, the what and the why, now someone can be determined, right? Because they're deeply connected to the result. Okay, now I simplify things. Okay, who has done this before and who can help me, right? 
uh, who can I model, whose process works that's proven, um, who can help me along the way. Do I need an editor? Do I need a, 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 a designer? Um, you know, all of those things. And then how am I going to get it done? Right. Okay. I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to stick to one specific way and I'm going to outline all the paths or all, sorry, not all the paths, all the steps, right? Step by step by step. And then I'm going to, the last question is when, so then I assign a time to each step. So each step has a minimum maximum time. How long is it going to take me to write the title? How long does it take me for the subtitle, for the back cover, for, uh, you know, the first chapter, the second chapter, the table of contents, etc. Um, and, and then now that I've got a time slot, now I can take that time slot, that list and insert it into my calendar over a period of time. And now my brain knows I don't have to do this all today. Today, I have a 30-minute work window of just the title. That's easy. I can do that. Okay, boom. I've done it. Now, the next day, I build on that. But when you do it ahead of time, your brain is calmer because <laughs> your brain is not like, I want it, I want it, I want it. When are we going to do it? I want it. You know, And especially now, like we live in a world of instant gratification. So it throws our, it, that throws off how we set our goals because now it's like, I, if, if I'm curious about something, I can go on YouTube and get it within a minute. If I want to uh, meet someone and date someone, I don't even have to wait until the weekend to go to the bar, right? I don't have to wait until a social event. I can just hop online and, and meet someone, you know, immediately so to say. Right. So, so because of that, it's like now the brain wants things faster. And so if we tell our brain like, Hey, this is important because it's important. We got to do it right. And we got to simplify it because guess what? Life is going to continue to happen. Things are going to come up. If you schedule four hours of work, and you work from home and your kids are at home, chances are it's not four hours of focused work, right? So unless you lock yourself in a room. <laughs> so, so you know, we have to like break things down and make it simple. Like my process is all about simplification, simplifying everything, make it easy. Like let's do it step by step by step. Even if it takes a little longer, you'll have less anxiety and, and, and be prone to procrastinating on it less because you've already defined like, okay, it's only this piece today. That's easy. This piece today. And when you break it down, you break it down into easy steps. If a step seems like it could be hard, break it down even more. Right. And, and, and then assign the times. And when you do that and you put it into your schedule, you're like, Oh, this is going to take me six months. This is going to take me a year. This is going to take me six weeks. Oh, this is good. I, I, one of my students, we were going through this process and, and he, he's cancer resilient. And 25 years ago, he, he, uh, he beat cancer and he's been naturally healing himself since. And so he doesn't take any medicine and 
nothing and everything is about foods. And so um, he wanted to write a book. And initially he thought it might take a month or, or two months. And he ended up doing it in a weekend because of his available time. We broke down every single step. And then I was like, okay, well, let's look at your schedule. When are you able to do it? You know, and he was like, well, I really don't have anything planned for the next, you know, couple of days, except for, you know, these four hour work blocks each day. So, you know, out of, uh, say a, a, a 12 hour day, cause he, he lives by himself. You know, I said out of a 12 hour day, four hours, you still have eight hours to work. You know, when are you going to do it? He's like, okay, I'm going to do it step by step by step. And so he did that and he ended up finishing the book in, in, in a weekend, you know? So it, it, it's sometimes we think things are going to be like so long. And then, you know, if we write them down and we assign the time to them, it's, it's like, Oh, this is actually a total of 20 hours. Okay. How am I going to break these 20 hours down? Am I going to do it in one hour chunks? Am I going to do it in, 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 four hour chunks. Am I going to do it 30 minutes at a time? You know, so it's all about everyone figuring out personally what works best for them because life is life, right? People are in different living situations. They're, you know, people have jobs, right? If, if you have a job, you only have a limited amount of time to work on say a book. So if you don't have four free days, you can't do it in a weekend. You know, it might take you four weeks. So it's all about understanding like, okay, what's my reality and what's the simplest for me? And then let's go do it. Cool. Very cool. Sitting here nodding, nodding away. There's a, I'm going to come on to my final question in a minute. The most creative person in either the Dominican Republic, because I know that's where you sort of were born, but you can also bring that into the United States as well, because I know you sort of grew up there. Yeah. But a, a question before then, is there a creative aspect to coaching that you believe makes a coach special? I think absolutely. Yes. Um, and I believe that that creative aspect is the ability to connect with people and to listen and understand their desires and not, I have to detach from me wanting to teach them something, right? Because Coaching is about guiding people to the path that they desire and what's best for them. So if I have someone tell me, you know, I want to, I want to lose uh, 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 50 pounds in 50 days, like, okay, I'm going to go through the same process with you, right? What, what exactly does that look like for you? Right. At the end of 50 days, how do you, you know, how do you look that, that vision, let's expand on that and clarify it, right? Make it big and bright so that we know exactly what we're after feelings that we're after. And you're not just after something superficial. And then 
you know, connect with a deep why and simplify it for you. Okay, what can you realistically do? Can you go and run a mile every single day? Yes or no? If the answer is no, that's okay. You know, everybody's not like David Goggins that can run 100 miles, you know, without preparation. <laughs> so, um, you know, we have to do what's what's best for for ourselves and 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 just and 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 push ourselves. Yes, always push ourselves, but within you know the realistic boundaries, so that we create momentum rather than doubt. Cool. Final question: Who's the most creative person in the United States or the Dominican Republic, in your opinion? So dead or alive doesn't matter. So it's interesting because you know you 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 warned me ahead of time about the question. So I'm like, it's been like in the back of my mind, like creativity. You know, who is the most creative person? And I would answer that with the entrepreneur, because the entrepreneur has to create solutions for other people. They have to create solutions for themselves and they have to create situations and environments where everybody wins. And thinking is the hardest work that most people don't do. And as an entrepreneur, your skill level is heightened by the more, the, the more you think, the, the higher you're thinking, the, the, you know, the higher your impact, the higher your income and all of these things. So I think the entrepreneur is, is, is the most creative. I think that's one of the most original answers I've actually had. Uh, it encompasses a huge amount of people out there, uh, young, old men, women, dead, alive, doesn't really matter, but, um, oh, cool. Uh, most people sort of stumble over that one, they, especially if you come from such a large creative country. Um, I guess it's a little easier if you come from Iceland or somewhere like that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I'd like to thank you for spending your time, sharing your ideas, being so articulate, so expressive. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. The the pleasure has been all mine, Joel. You know, this has been amazing, you know, to, to, uh, speak with you and, and, um, you know, share, obviously share my story, but also have, you know, these, these questions asked because, um, like I said, I'm very curious. So, so, uh, new, I always, welcome new questions and love new questions. And and that one about creativity is like, ah, how am I going to answer that? So I appreciate (laughs) you for that. And I absolutely love this conversation. And, uh, you know, I'd love to do this again if you're open to it. I'm open to having another session. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You spend sort of an hour doing these things and I think you end up with another two or three hours of sort of subject material, I always end up with two or three A3 pieces of paper. I'm scribbling away. And so, yeah, I'd love to have you on again. And uh, the pleasure's all mine, actually. So, Well, thank you, Joel, for your time. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I'll see you soon. Well, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Don't forget to have a look at the website. You'll find some stuff to help you develop your creative abilities. I'm Joel. 
Who are you? Where do you come from? And what do you do? Yeah.